Lara, did you know that um, Vladimir Putin is famous for showing up to meetings like hours late? Like the meetings at three, he'll show up at six just as like a power play. Like he does this every time he did it to the Pope. He's like famous for it. Okay. I was eight minutes late to this recording. Are you are you trying to liken me to Putin? No, 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 not at all. I was just I was just Felt telling like you. a I very find... timely no. comparison. No, I thought you just might find it interesting that he does it as uh, a power play. Yeah, fascinating. Well, you know, fascinating. for a th- for a thirty minute podcast to show up eight minutes late is as a percentage, uh, you're an ass. You're an ass. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think that's okay. where it falls. This is how it's gonna go today, guys. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to an all-new episode of All Be the Judge of That. I am your co-host, Evan Ryan Lewis. Here with me is my co-host, Adam Eagle Rock. How are you, Adam? I'm absolutely wonderful. That was phenomenal enthusiasm. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Uh, Long-time listeners of the podcast know that Adam hosts, if it's just the two of us, but I host when we have a guest. So you guys know what that means. We have a guest. We have our executive producer, Lara. She's been with us from the very beginning. She keeps us on time. She keeps us organized. She answers the emails. She does all the work behind the scenes. And she comes up with about three topics a year. So low output there. Everything else is great. (laughs) Here to share her topics. Please welcome back to the show, executive producer, Lara. How are you, Lara? Hey, team. How are we doing? Good to be back. 2024. Yeah. yeah. How have you been? How We took some time off. What did you do with your time off? Preparing for us for the return, obviously. Mm, mm, um, yeah. It's been, you know, a lot of heads down work and I'm <laughs> excited for the team to see all the work I've been putting in. Maybe I'll get some yeah. appreciation around this place. Yeah. When we left off, you were a little bit upset with us because you moved to LA to comply with our uh, mm-hmm. in-person office requirement. And then not long after you moved, we canceled <laughs> the office and let everyone work remote. Yeah. That's right. You decided to stay in LA, right? I did. You know, luckily I found other reasons to stay here other than this job. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've made a good community of people. I've put down roots in my home. Um, you know, when they go low, we go high. So I found <laughs> I found a really good life here. Do you find it's easier or harder to come up with topics here in LA versus in uh, New York where you're where you were living previously? It's actually a very good question. I'd say the topics are different. Um, you know, here you get like parking related topics. That's mm-hmm. not something I was that just I ever that. connected to in the East Coast. And I'm saying for the New York listeners. Um, so I'd say they're different. I actually do find it easier to like think more freely in LA. I feel like it fosters mm. more of a creative spirit, if you will. Probably mm-hmm. a very well, LA thing to say. Well, in in LA, it's more like you know, can you do that? In New York, it's more like, yeah, the guy's just taking a dump in a trash can. That's typical yeah. New York. That's you a know, very it's good like, point. Yeah, you're intuitively just accepting more in New York, right? Like mm-hmm. it's not. I don't think totally. there's topics anymore. It's just like chaos. <laughs> your whole life is just one big topic in New York. Yeah, in LA, right. you're like not surrounded by as many people. So when you see people, I think you think about it more. In mm. New York, you're like rubbing elbows with people on the subway, on the sidewalk. So I think it's just a different energy. Yeah. Well, now that you live in LA, there's one less person taking dumps and trash cans in New York. So <laughs> we're, we're happy to have you there. Um, let's get started. 
Do you have a story of the week you want to share, Lara? I do. Do you mind if I have the floor? Let's do it. No, let's do it. You're on the floor. Great. Um, Okay. So a few weeks ago, I got a haircut, which you guys still have yet to compliment (laughs) me on. Love it. Thanks. Love it. It's amazing. It's so good. It's night and day. That feels feels genuine. Nothing better than a compliment that you you asked for. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So I got a haircut a few weeks ago. And... You know, it's my first time with this guy because I'm new to LA, so I'm establishing rapport. I have a really good guy in New York, like establishing rapport here in LA. And I asked him if he could cut it a little bit shorter when he was done. And he was like, you know what? I feel like you should just play with it for a few days, like let it sit. And then if you still want more hair cut off, you can call the salon. And of course, we'll like do it free of charge. So hmm. like, okay, that feels fair. And to no, to no one's surprise, a few days later, I call back. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Like he did say I could come in. I would love to have like a little more hair cut off. Uh-huh. And they were like, no problem. And so they fit me in. This was this past week. So this topic is fresh. And the day before, there's a few topics here. So it's a story of the week slash topic, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, a few days, the day before, this was my appointment was for Thursday. On Wednesday, I get like five missed calls from a random California number. And then a text from my stylist and a text from his assistant. I'm like, this feels so urgent. What, what the hell happened? And they're like, hey, we have a request. Do you mind actually coming for your haircut at your stylist's house in the Hollywood Hills instead of mm. coming to the salon? Mm. COVID and I'm style. like, yeah, but like, so topic, first of all, like, would you go? Like if you're, you know, me, a woman of, you know, mere five, five, four would you go to this like random guy's house for a haircut? And oh, by the way, the message said, please disregard any notifications you get from the salon. Any messages you get from the salon. Yeah, that's an important part of the story. So it felt like something went down. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, ooh, this feels like a toughie. Like this feels really sketchy. Should I go to this haircut appointment? Mm -hmm. Um, Would you guys have gone? Let's just do like a quick pulse check on the room here. So this is a story of the week now turned into a topic yeah let's let's mix it up a little bit i'm the producer i I have some liberties yeah you have a lot of liberties i think uh i think i would go yeah i i think where my mind went initially is that when he said if you wanted a couple inches shorter you know you can come back i don't think the salon was aware of that deal you know and i think that he probably owes something to the salon if you come Mm -hmm. back if you're not going to pay him then i think maybe that's why he would rather do it in his own home to cut the middleman out if you will Okay, well, that actually, it's a good point. It's not relevant to where this ends up, but good um, <laughs> good interpretation of what could have happened. Sometimes yeah. they say that. Sometimes salons say that to be nice. This is like a game of mystery, and you, and you just chose the wrong. It's not the hairstylist in the salon. It's the hairstylist yeah. in the Hollywood Hills. <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's um, fascinating that that happened. I, was it during the day? Yeah, my appointment was for 9.30 in the morning on Thursday. Mm. Well, I would the, go. Ho- the Hollywood Hills is a lawless area. Okay, once you break <laughs> north of Sunset, like no police officer runs up there anymore. You there's know, no like cell service. Yeah, no there's cell, no. Right. It's the it's a wild west. My thoughts up there. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, where okay. where was the over or under two hundred dollars for the cut? Over. It's a pretty pricey. I'd go, I, I'd go to his house. I, I'm I'm cool with that. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert! I went. Okay. Shared my and, location with a few folks. 
Um, I go to the haircut and the rest of the story isn't as interesting. He cut my hair on a folding chair in the middle of his living room um, with like a tiny, tiny mirror. And long story short, after 15 years, he got in a fight with his salon and left the day before. Wow. And starting his own business. And I was literally his first first person that he saw in his quote unquote at home studio, which was not a full studio. Yeah. One pair of scissors. Luckily he had a blow dryer. Um, so my real topic, how much would you tip or pay this person? Let's say you get a service in general and Mm. you go back. Do you tip on the original amount of said service or do you tip like 20 bucks? Do not tip at all. I'm so curious. Like, even if this wasn't a weird story like mine, if you go back for a service, how much do you tip? Great topic, Lara. Did you, uh, so you paid the first time and tipped? Of course, yes. And the mm-hmm. second time it was no charge? The second time it was no charge. All right. I'm going to go out and say it. I wouldn't tip the second time. Zero dollars. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Adam? Oh. That it's this is actually a phenomenal topic of all the topics. This is you're you're, you came back strong. I told you guys I've been working hard, yeah, this year, these past few months. Well, okay, let's break this down real quick. When you went to the salon, did you you paid the salon or was it like you paid like Venmo or something to the stylist? Great question. I pay the, the amount on my credit card to the salon and then I Venmoed the tip to the stylist. Damn. So you already had his Venmo. I did um, have his Venmo. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to go no tip. No tip. <laughs> he, he, you asked for it shorter. He took a judgment call from his professional opinion. Your opinion overrid his opinion. Now you're driving right. your ass up from, you know, West Side all the way up to the Hollywood Hills, questionably murdered, and then right. you're sitting on a folding chair with a blow dryer and a pair of shears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No tip. Put my no life tip. on the line. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you guys. Do you want to hear what I did? I yeah. tipped t- on the original amount. Oh Asinine. my. Lara. Lara. He's giving away money these days. Yeah. No wonder you're still working here. Do you know what it was also? It was like, you know, the salon was a weird vibe. I was so happy for him that he broke free. I was inspired by his story. So it felt like a moral tip of like, good for you. I'm going to contribute to your new venture, if mm-hmm. you will. Mm-hmm. But, but he just told you he got in a fight with the salon. Correct. Why is that? He, yeah, he didn't say... You know what? I've been working at the wonderful <laughs> salon for 15 years, and I think it's time for me to go spread my wings and go on my own. Right. No, he said okay. I got in some beef with them, and <laughs> you know what? Fuck that shit. So now you're gonna come up to the Hollywood Hills on this folded chair with a tiny mirror. No, I would not tip this jabroni. Maybe zero his... dollars from both of you. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Maybe his beef was about doing 75% of the work and then sending the customers home. (laughs) I might start doing that too, you know? We'll read three quarters of an ad, and then if you don't like that, let me know, and we'll read the last 25% on the next episode. Salon's like, no, do the full haircut or get out of here. Yeah, okay. I have a follow-up question for this. Um, Mm -hmm. How do you go about finding a hairstylist? I asked around. 
I asked around, you know, searched. So I, I look them up. I'm very particular. I have a lot of hair. Um, so like not just anyone can cut this hair, you know? So I ask around, then I look at the stylist Instagram, of course, and I see have they done a similar cut to what I'm looking for. And if you want to know, I'm looking for long layers for thick hair. Um, so that's how I go about it. Mm. So the people you asked were, uh, they had beautiful hair. Is that what you're saying? Gorgeous hair. Okay. Okay. And well, and just to clarify, Lara, you wanted it a couple inches shorter, but thicker. <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> okay. Okay. That was a, uh, that was a good first topic. Lara, do you want to hit us with another one? Sure. How many hours can you claim? How many hours time difference can you claim to be jet lagged for? So I go back and forth between New York and LA quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And at like eight o'clock West coast time, someone asked me to dinner and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm so jet lagged. And they're like three hours. That's, that's nothing. You're not, you're not jet lagged. Um, So my topic is how many hours can you claim to be a little (laughs) bit jet lagged for? You know, that's really funny. I actually don't think it's about the time difference to the destination. I think it's about the time spent in the airplane. Like, let's say you fly from New York to Brazil. They might be in the same time zone, but it's like a nine hour flight. Like you're going to be jet lagged after that. I don't that's, think it's that's as... different. That's that's you're just tired from the flight. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what tired it is. From that's sitting. not jet lag. That's not jet lag. Yeah, that's clear. jet lag. Yeah, it no. is. No, 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 no. That's, That's not just the definition of jet lag. Flying. Yeah. Yeah, jet lag is tired from flying. It's not about the time change. No, 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 no. no oh, no. God. Oh, God. I said it. I don't even know if I could entertain head. this. This is... You, you <laughs> this whole time, have thought that jet lag <laughs> was being tired from sitting? Just for clarification. <laughs> well, we have this on recording. <laughs> The airplane is not the airplane is not pressurized the same way as you are I'm breathing aware. on that's land. That's a very valid point. Those are all you valid. You breathe points, less oxygen in the airplane after ten hours on a plane. You're going to be tired. There's nothing to do with the time change. You're, you're tired because you were sitting on your ass eating biscuits. Okay, <laughs> you're not tired because you're ten hours in a different time zone, and now it's nighttime when you were supposed to be eating lunch. Okay, straight you're, up. Incorrect definition of jet lag. Yeah, nah, I disagree here. Uh, okay, disagree. Well, Google. So if you take a real... train, if you take a train from Chicago to Denver and there's a two-hour time change, is that jet lag? Yeah. Yes. I think so. It's a great question. I think so. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. I mean, first off, what are we in the 1980s? Like no one's yeah. taking, not, not even the 80s, <laughs> like the 40s. No one's taking the train. But even I'm if you sure... drive to like an hour time difference. Um, yeah, I'm, jet I'm lag is—it's one time in your body, and now you go to a new place. It's a different time there. That's what jet lag is. Okay, so I'm glad we clarified that. I can't believe yeah. we had to. I can't yeah. believe we had to. In that case, I would say like four hours and up. Four hours and up. Yeah. I'm I, I'm going. Listen, I got I got. I'm a regimented human being. All right, time <laughs> oh, where, 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 where? is of the essence with me. Okay, I go to bed at the same time. I wake up at the same time. Everything is the same. My life is so boring. That being said, one hour, pff, I'm out. 
you want to invite me to dinner at six o'clock mm-hmm. when it's actually seven o'clock and how my body feels? <laughs> Not a chance. I'm already getting the check uh, there. Nope. Uh-huh. Nope. I am with you hundred percent. So you, you say one hour is one hour. Yep. Is one hour. Okay. One hour. <laughs> That's extreme. One hour. You know, you know, from Vegas to in Arizona where the time changes, it's probably like a 45 minute drive. You yeah. can't uh-huh. tell me that you'd be jet lagged after that. I'm driving mean, 45 minutes because the hours. He's saying he can. Listen, listen. Okay. I w- same time all the time. Okay. You are the oh, kind of guy who would just live his normal life. Like you could be in Tokyo at three in the morning having lunch because that's <laughs> if it's noon in, in LA. Well, that's well, it, it, that's continue. another topic slash yeah. question. How yep. long do you eventually adjust for? Or do you just live your life on California time wherever you go? You know what? My dad actually taught me this lesson when I was young. He said when he's on the airplane, he changes his watch to wherever he's going and that's it. You land and like you're just on the new time. That's it. Interesting. No messing around. Yeah. No messing around. No. Oh man, Mr. Lewis is so serious. So the my my question with that, this is actually phenomenal. Uh, I like where we're going with this these topics here. Mm-hmm. My topic with that um, would be like, how long in another zone, in another time zone? My topic to that would be, how long in another time zone do you need to be to start adjusting to that time zone? So if you're, yeah, I clearly, Evan, you're, you're going instant. If you're going to be in New York for one day, you're living on New York time. Like it's completely ridiculous. Completely. I'm not going to have lunch at three in the afternoon because I'm in New York for only two days and I'm going to live on Pacific time. That's ridiculous. I mean, considering you didn't even know what jet lag really was until like 20 (laughs) minutes ago, you're just like, oh, it's a new time. Therefore it's that time. Sounds like you... I don't think you guys know what jet lag is. It's not just because the time changes that you're tired. Okay, I'd love we're to not hear going, from the audience. Going back. I'd love this to hear is... from the audience on this we, one. We will pull the audience on this one. For sure. You can't tell me you fly 10 hours in the same time zone. You're not jet lagged. Clearly <laughs> doesn't get it. Doesn't no, get... no. I mean, yes, you're tired from traveling. Yes, I agree. Yeah. You are not exactly. jet lagged. You're lagging from being on a jet. <laughs> You're not time change lagged. You're jet lagged. Okay. Listen, back to my topic. How many days in the other time zone do you need to be to start adjusting for that time zone? I think the time difference matters, how long, how big of a difference it is. If it's an hour or two, I think two days you get. If it's 10 hours, I think you get a week. A week? You're going to go to Tokyo for a week and live on the opposite time? Well, no, you push yourself, like, especially if you're going on vacation, you just like, you you have to live your life. But like, when you come back, I think you take like a week to settle back. Crazy. I, I, no, just no. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go, if you're there for three days, you, by the third day, you need to start living on that time zone. No matter the time difference. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to eat lunch at 3 a.m. if I'm going to be there for more than three days. No. No, I'm not going to live at 3 a.m. But I'm going to like go to bed earlier. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not going to like be a wild woman in the middle of the night over here. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'll sleep. My sleep will just be off. 
that's what I mean. Well, there's a lot of topics here. So we're going to post them all on our Instagram on Friday mm-hmm. at Judge Pod. And I'm very curious to see how the audience votes. I'm going to throw a topic in here. Can you make someone listen to a song on your phone at a party? I was at a party uh, the other night and someone there was like, yeah, we actually have to leave early because we're going to see this concert. And we're like, oh, which concert? And she named the band and we had never heard of it. And she takes out her phone to show us a song. It's like, I'm not going to listen to a two minute song like with your phone in my <laughs> ear at this party, you know, like send it to me and then maybe I'll listen to it. But can you play a song on your phone for someone at a party and, ex- and expect them to listen to it? This is like my Shazam topic. A little bit, yeah. Actually. Yeah, I'm going hard. No, absolutely not. You could pull out the phone, go to Spotify, be like, "Does this title and this band look familiar?" Like whatever, but you're not going like sh- shoving it in my eardrum so I could listen to like Taylor Swift's ninth album. Like, no, like I don't need to know that. You know, no. I had a phone shoved in my ear the other night. <laughs> what was the band? Yeah, I don't even remember. Like the Pumas or something. I never heard of them. Oh, no idea. Yeah. I'm, you- I'm with you. I don't think that's acceptable behavior. Yeah. No way. I think, I remember, was it like a proper party you were at? Yeah, there was like a big crowded room with like music playing and stuff. No way. There's other music playing? You can't yeah. play music on us. Yeah. No, no, I no. could barely hear the phone. Hard no. Well, hard no, it, right? If it was no. like a, a band that you should know, like something so popular in pop culture, I think it's accept. I'd be like, are you? You know, I think that's acceptable. I think that's cat. No, I'm but not you gonna can't be able be... to assess the band in that moment, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I'm not asking if you like the band or not. I'm asking if you, if I'm going, I'm going to see the Stones in four hours. You go, who the hell is the Rolling Stones? And I'm like, are you? Is is, is, is this a joke? And then yeah, I'm but you're not going to that... catch me up in the 30 seconds at the party. I'm right, not going to understand. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to understand who this band is. If there's ever time to wake someone up to the Rolling Stones, it's the time is the present. Okay, you always <laughs> have to do that. But if this is like a, the Pumas, the the what are we talking about? An indie rock band? Yeah, With yeah. Like some indie 400, rock band. Four hundred thousand listeners. Like, what are we right. doing? Exactly. No, get that out of my ear. Yeah, Clara. I'm going absolutely not. Especially absolutely if there's other not. music. If there's other music playing. No way. You can't put another music in someone's ear. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that was a good one. Uh, Adam, you got a topic for us? You want to throw one in? Yeah, yeah. Let me, let me throw one in here, okay? Um, can you pet a dog that has their head sticking out of a car? <laughs> <laughs> Are you in a car or are you on foot? Yeah, Phena- Phenomenal question. I was gonna let I was gonna let you kind of roll with this because like there's so many different situations. The situation uh-huh. I was in was I was at a red light, and it's a warm day out, and I had that that the window down, and up comes one of the cutest dogs, over thirty pounds, of course, with his mm. head sticking out of the passenger side window, par- pulled up right next to me at a stoplight. Mm-hmm. Now this dog was a guarantee. No bite dog, guaranteed. Uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. I reached out of my window. I start petting it. The driver uh-huh. pulls his dog <laughs> into the car. Uh-huh. I-, I looked at him. I was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, if we're, if we're walking uh-huh. on the street, this is acceptable. But all mm-hmm. of a sudden, now because I'm in my car, you're in your car. Mm-hmm. He's safe. He's not going to jump into mine. I'm not trying to steal him. <laughs> yeah. Just petting him. 
it's it's so funny that now that we've done over a hundred episodes, like every topic is like we have to really dig deep. So like we've done so many uh-huh. topics about like petting strangers' dogs, and we have to find these like real edge cases now. And that is such an edge case. Can you? That is a really big edge someone's case dog that I ever saw at a red light. That is so funny <laughs> that you did that. I dude, it was the cutest golden doodle ever. Oh man, like it wasn't gonna, uh-huh. me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I feel like that's inappropriate. I don't think you could do that. I'm leaning towards no as well, actually. I think that's a really weird move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How is that weird? If if the well, car I don't is know. Parked, like your car, your car is like your your protection, your home on the road. And if someone just reaches in, you reached oh. into his car essentially. You know. I think His that you actually totally brought up a good point that if the head is outside the car, it's in the <laughs> yeah. public domain. Did you put your hand go into the car? Nope. Nope. Could your hand stayed in the, okay. your hand good, stayed in the public domain. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, the dog's head was okay. asking to be pet. All right. Let's just break this down. I didn't, I didn't forcefully pet this dog. Okay. He right. was two paws on the windowsill. I would uh-huh. say maybe 40% of his body was sticking out of the car. Uh-huh. Okay. 40%. That is he he needed a good old, you know, under under the right. chin little scratch. Oh man. How far out of your car did you have to go? Was your like torso out of the car? Like was your elbow I, I, out of the <laughs> It's a great question. And I, I did a little reach because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm gonna be honest here, okay? I went for the pet and I I wasn't that close. All right, but I had already committed to the pet. <laughs> Uh-huh. So I, I had to, you know, I had to, I actually, you know, I, I had to make sure my foot was properly on the brake and I had to really reach. Uh-huh. I had to, I, like you stuck I, your whole body out the car. I would say 50% of my face was, was on the <laughs> public domain. So if that guy wanted to pet my head, oh my I think that uh-huh. would be fine. <laughs> yeah. So you made an overture out the car, this. just like the dog did. It's like a lady in the yeah. tramp situation almost. You're going to meet in the middle. Yeah, it's a guy. hilarious mental image. Just your whole yeah. torso out of the car. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be like that, though. You know, it was. Right, I just right. reached out for the, and I, I overestimated uh-huh. my reach, and then yeah. I wasn't. And I looked around. And I was already committed to the pet. I just went in. Yeah, I, I, I pushed a little mm-hmm. further. It's like when you pull a parking ticket and you're like a little too far away, but you're like not going to yes. move the car, and you're just like committed with the yeah. dog. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to go with a no on that one, actually. I'm going to go with a no as well. I mean, okay. the fact that you had to stick your whole body out is yeah. too much. Too, too much. much. The pet was so worth it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think it matters how cute the dog is, unfortunately. I'm with you, Lara. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. we have time for just one more, Lara. The time always flies by whenever we have you on. You want to bring us it home? Really final does, topic? Let's, let's bring it home. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. If you are out to dinner with people and you have to use the restroom, do you say, hey, I'm going to use the bathroom? Do you say anything? Do you just get up? Do you say, like, I'm stepping out? What What do you say? What What are you, I, like, required to say? I actually have this one written down, and, I, and I've thought about it a lot recently. Okay. Because if you're, like, in a big group, especially, and, like, the conversation's kind of flowing and you're not part of that exact conversation <laughs> there's no reason to like interrupt it and besides if you get up at dinner everyone knows where you're <laughs> yeah. going you don't have hey to guys, like, announce I'm it use yeah one yeah. other person obviously you do so i think it really depends on the amount of people actually 
How many people do you think you would say? Hey, I how think many four and under, you have to say. Four and under. Yeah. Is it, 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 are you announcing or are you just saying? It? Are you, are you, oh my God, you got, what are you guys doing for the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah, the Super I have to go to the restroom. <laughs> I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah. I will be back. I don't think that's ever uh, necessary. Yeah, I think if there's like a break in the conversation and you want to like announce that you're leaving, you say, I'm going to go use the bathroom. But I think if it's like flowing and you can kind of escape, like everyone's going to know that's the thing. Like, it's not like, yeah, where did go? <laughs> yeah, interesting. Interesting. I, I think you should always announce it. I think it, it's it says it, I excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom. You don't say <laughs> washroom. You don't say pee. You definitely don't say number two. You are yeah. just, excuse me, I have to go to the restroom. Okay. What do, you, what do you think, Lara? I think it depends how well you know these people. Like if I'm at like a work dinner, mm -hmm. I'm less inclined to be like, I'm going to use the bathroom. Yeah. I feel like with my friends, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to use the bathroom. I'm going to pee. But with like my coworkers, I feel like that's not something I would say. I'm on a like, cadence. Hey guys, be right back. I'm on a cadence of I, I pee after I order and before the check. It's almost like religious. I don't know what it is, but I'm on this cadence of like, I think I drink like three glasses of water before the food comes. And I'm just like, I, I, have, to, I have to use the restroom. The second one I'm embarrassed by, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But I can't yeah. focus. I can't focus. I get nervous right in the check because I'm like, I'm going to pee my pants. Like. And then yeah. they part ways and they start walking to the thing and I just bail out of nowhere. No, I, I'm on this weird cadence. I got two peas, one dinner. Your OCD is so intense. I can only imagine you wow. at dinner at, at Tokyo at three in the morning using the bathroom at <laughs> 2.45 and 3.14. Exactly. Wow. Okay. So do people that you're with already know that that's your cadence? It's a phenomenal question. I don't, I don't think yeah. so. I, I think no one knows how much water I'm really drinking. Yeah, I'm. Right. I'm all, yeah. I love. I love drinking water and I love peeing. All right, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I gotta pee twice. All right. Sue me. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. Adam, thank you so much for telling us about your cadence <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Lara. We love having you on the show once a year. That's your cadence, I think. Um, so great yeah. to have you back on. Thank you for all your hard work. We love having you as our executive producer, and we hope to have you back very soon. Thank you. Great to be back. Happy twenty twenty four. Happy 2024. Uh, we'll be back next week. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Take care. Adios.